Keep the change, you filthy animal. Where's the beef? Hey, how you doing? Hold on to your butt. Feels like an RV snack. Mine. Son of a... That's gonna leave a mark. Chili, baby, back with Well, what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. This is Tom and Jim's Top 5. Naming their top five lists on everything pop culture. Celebrating the 90s, sports, movies, music, and more. They're not authorities, just grown children. Here's your hosts, Tom Skull and Jim Doubt. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to part two of our, uh, our Christmas special. We, just, uh, we did movies, Jim. We just did movies. Top we five. Just did movies. movies. Yes, and that was it. Now we gotta do top five Christmas TV specials and or episodes. He's, I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm excited. This one was harder. I th- I thought this was uh, harder. much harder. Yeah. Harder than I thought it was gonna be for sure. Yeah, I uh, um, and then I doing research on this, and it's like I'm like I would think of one. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go back and watch it. I'm like, yeah, that wasn't you know that's not one I would put in my top five. Like so, I kept going back. I'm like, why did I think that one was the greatest? You know, and it wasn't even that good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I just checked my email and I thought I'd share this with you. Yeah. That um, I got an email from my LinkedIn account that the the company that I work for currently is looking for candidates like me. Oh, that's which nice. Which makes me feel pretty special that apparently the company I work for doesn't know that I currently work for them. Or that they're currently going to let you go and look for someone <laughs> with your credentials. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, Jim. You've been fired. <laughs> it could be, yeah, it could be both of those options, actually, oh. simultaneously. Oh, okay, my let's get back. Let's get back to this. Okay, let's get back to this. So... This, like we said, this one was harder. But this one is actually, I love the, I love watching certain Christmas movies. We talked about Christmas Vacation and Christmas Story. I want to watch them all, all every year, you know. But I do get excited about certain episodes of shows, and um, so this one was fun for me. So let's just, let's just get right into it. Before we start, let's remind everyone how they can get a hold of us if they got uh, questions, comments, or concerns. Yes, we do. Uh, we do the email, the electronic mail. I never heard Thomas of it, Jim. Tom. New, it's new. New, uh, Tom and Jim's top five at Gmail. Yeah. We do the Twitter machine, we do the Instagrams, and we do the Facebox. Wow. All at Tom and Jim's top five. Right. And we're soon to, soon we'll have MySpace and Friendster. <laughs> we should. Is, can you still do a MySpace? I remember there was a story, like, Look, didn't, like, uh, what's his name? <laughs> you know, what's his name? Justin Timberlake. Didn't he buy into something? He was, was yeah, like years he was back. Like a part owner. Yeah. yeah. Oh, whatever. And I, I out. well, I'll look it up. <laughs> if we can do a MySpace page, we will do a MySpace page. All right, let's do it. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, let's get into it. So this we should clarify. So this could be a TV, a Christmas TV special, or a a, a sitcoms episode. That yeah yeah. So it doesn't have to be just something that was a one off. It could be like a, you know, season there could have been eight seasons of the show, but there was like this one specific episode or every one of their Christmas episodes you like or something like that. So mm-hmm. All right. Well, should we get started? Who, who I don't even remember. We just recorded the last one. I don't even remember who went first. <laughs> uh, I think I went first. Oh, so I should go then. Do it. Well, we were just talking about this off uh, off air. Like people like to say that, right? We were just talking about this off air. Does that off sound air. cool? Uh, and uh, so my number five uh, debuted in 1987, right before Christmas, and um, it was it's the claymation Christmas celebration. Now, okay, <laughs> so a lot of people are gonna know what this is. I have a feeling. So it's obviously what it is. It's clay, claymation. That was big for a while. Like they were making, you know, shows and stuff with the you know the stop motion camera stuff. Uh, but what it is, is Claymation Christmas Special. It was a television special. Uh, featured the stop-motion clay animation. Um, this Will, this guy named Will Venton did all these. He did an Easter one. He did a couple other ones. But the, what I love about this one, it was these two guys. It was two dinosaurs. And they they were like the um, like the uh, Cisco and Ebert type characters. They were actually kind of modeled after them. And they were, it were, they were hosting like a variety show. 
And so they'd be hanging out, and they're like, oh, let's, you know, they're telling, like, the Christmas story, and then they'd cut to this other scene, and uh, and then it would be certain Christmas carols that um, these things would sing. Like, for instance, the um, one of the most famous claymation things was California Raisins, and they were yeah. on it, and they sang Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but they sang it, the Temptations cover of it, so they sound like the Temptations, you know. And I believe the temp. I'm not sure if the Temptations were actually the voices of the California Raisins or not, but they sang like them. And yeah. then, uh, yeah, but my favorite one is the the song We Three Kings. And they cut to these three guys in the desert, king the kings in the desert, and they're singing and they start very, you know, just like the song, like, We Three Kings, you know, like they really are going at it, like normal. And then, uh, then it cuts to the... <laughs> It cuts to the next part, and it's a bunch of these doo-wop singing camels. <laughs> and they're like, they're like singing, like they got like the, they're like almost like Michael Jackson shoes on. You know what I'm saying? And like, and they're, uh, so it's just a kind of an odd like, uh, version of the song. And then they cut back to the kings to sing their part, and they're kind of looking at the camels like, where do these guys come from? It's kind of funny, but anyway, uh, another one of my favorite is the Carol, the Carol of the Bells, and uh, Quasimodo is the conductor. And he's conducting okay. these actual bells, but they have faces on them. And they so they're doing the Carol the Bell song, and then there's this one one bell who's got one one tooth, and he's kind of kind of like a dumb bell, and he keeps missing his cue, and Quasimodo keeps getting upset and keeps on he throws stuff at him, and he just finally gets it right at the end, you know. And uh, but it was always on. Uh, I remember it always on, and it debuted, um, like I said, in '87. I think it was CBS, and it was uh, I just loved it. I think it was. A, it was I just love those camels so much. It was so funny to me. And I rewatched it. I had to find it on YouTube this last couple of weeks. And it, I rewatched it again, and I still laughed out loud. I think it's just hilarious. So if anyone's out there doesn't know what I'm talking about, just YouTube Claymation Christmas Celebration on YouTube, and you'll find it. And uh, it's fun. It's a good watch. It's good with your – if you've got kids, watch it with them. Uh, other songs on there were um, – uh, Oh, Christmas Tree was a cool one, Joy of the World, and um, Here We Come a Wassailing. That was a good one, too, because the guy kept getting it wrong. And it reminds me of a Christmas story, how they, when they go to the Chinese uh, restaurant, and they keep getting the words wrong because they can't say the yeah. L's. Well, this one, he kept he was saying, Here We Come a Waffling, or Here We Come a Waddling, and Here We Come a Wallowing. But he ne- finally, at the end, got it right, Here We Come a Wassailing. Then he had to explain what Wassailing was, which I don't even remember really what wassailing means i think it's singing christmas carols but well between between our shows here uh you said to me i can't believe you've never seen them up as christmas yeah and i haven't but there's also oddly a lot of these christmas specials that i've never seen i didn't grow up for some reason watching like the rudolph the red-nosed reindeer claymation one or the you know all those like classic ones that are playing on abc right now or, or cbs or whatever channels airing these I've never seen any of them. I didn't grow up watching them. I've tried to watch them as an adult, and I just don't really care because I don't have that nostalgia factor, and I think you yeah. need that. Yeah. Watch those particular type of ones. But I have not seen uh, the one you're talking about. So either. so basically, you're, you're, you're really, this is a cry for help, everyone. Jim, why did your parents hate you? <laughs> What'd you do? It, it really hurts. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. It, you know what? That's maybe something you got to talk to them about. You really just put a damper on this entire thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, let's move on. That one I know is a, more of an obscure one, but I can't. I can, I'm not going to just say it's not one of my favorites just because no one knows what it is. It was one of my favorites. I love it. Uh, again, put it on YouTube. You'll you won't be disappointed. Well, mine is going to be pretty obscure too because mine isn't even a Christmas special. Oh. Okay. Um. I went with something totally different, but I love it, and I just watched it last night with my wife. Um, and if you dispute it, you're going to be anti-Semitic, so you really can't. So it's kind of a free pass for me to use it. It's the Rugrats Hanukkah special from 1996. Nice, nice. I love it. We just watched it last night. It's hilarious. Uh, Tommy Pickles and Chucky and the whole cast, and they get together with their whole family and uh, kind of they discover what a menorah is and why the menorah is used in the tradition and all that stuff and it's hilarious the first special i ever watched with them was a passover special and when i was a kid i didn't really know um that there was anything but you know like it was a jewish special i didn't really understand i just right. i was learning about passover and learning these things but i didn't know i didn't really understand what i was watching or that it was like the first animated jewish special ever 
um, you know, I was, a, I was a child, that didn't really occur to me, or occur to me that having a Hanukkah special was something unique either when I was a kid watching it, but there aren't many Hanukkah specials out there, but uh, I love that one, I grew up watching it, so yeah, no. my wife is half Jewish, so she wanted to watch it. Well, there you go, there you go. Yeah. So do, sh- do you guys put half a menorah up? We we <laughs> we put a full menorah up. One year, I made her a menorah out of beer bottles, and I'll post that on Instagram. Please do after the show. Please do. I did the, the center bottle traditionally in a menorah is like the one that you take the candle out and light the other ones with. So that one was like a giant bottle of um, Chimay, like the blue label Chimay. Oh yeah. Oh, it's, so you, you classed it up. Well, yeah. I mean, it wasn't I just a bottle of Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Even, I remember like the other ones were like Whitmer Brothers out of Portland, and I don't remember what the what the other bottle I used was. But yeah, oh. I made her a menorah out of beer bottles. We're past that point. We have purchased menorahs. Okay. And uh, we, on Christmas Eve, we always do like more of a traditional Jewish dinner, like potato latkes. Wow. And uh, we'll do we'll do like a corned beef on Christmas Eve, and then Christmas Day we'll do more of a traditional Christmas dinner. But nice. Uh, she'll spin the dreidel, and she because of the OC. Which this one didn't make my TV list, but there was Chrismica. You know, Chrismica. It's like Christmas and Hanukkah. And she would always throw a Chrismica party. We did that in Phoenix, and everybody came over, and we played spun dreidels for money or something. Wow. And drank a lot. So Right. Well, good. Good. Anyway. Well, I'm glad a Hanukkah show, show made it into our show. No, it's good, because we, we, we talked about last time. We're Christian. We're going to say Christmas a lot. But, you know, it's, it's, other holidays do apply to this and i and I, I have other ones that aren't christmas ones in my list so i'm excited to get to those so good deal all right so let's go with number four jim why don't you go with your number four when we talked about doing uh, a christmas tv show this was the first one that popped into my head for some reason this is the one that always stuck out to me uh-huh. it is 1991's saved by the bells home <laughs> for christmas and it was a two-part <laughs> episode of saved by the bell yeah where they do you know this one? Jim, it was this was my number six. I had to cut it out. I swear to God, it's a two-parter, so, and it's a it's a great episode. It is a great episode. the The whole cast is working at the mall yep. for Christmas, and Slater sucks at wrapping presents. Right. And Jesse's taking pictures at Santa's Village, which is apparently a precursor to being a stripper in Las Vegas. Right. Uh, Zach well, it's a gateway drug, man. Jim. <laughs> Uh, Zach meets a homeless guy in a bathroom and gives him money and mm. says like a uh, like a condescending. I hope he doesn't use it for wine. And he's always not a wino or something because yeah. people are winos in the nineties. I don't know. <laughs> so he, he says that and uh, turns out that this girl that he likes it ends up being her dad mm-hmm. and. She works at the store owned by Karosi, who... No, Mr. Moody. It's Mr. Moody. Oh, you're right. Yeah. This is Mr. Uh, Moody, and I'm in a bad Moody. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's what it was. Yeah. Um, So she works at a store, and he accuses her of stealing a jacket, and Mm. they are all in the play for the Christmas Carol. Like, it's this whole long, drawn-out episode of them working at the mall. Yeah. Uh, But that was like my Christmas special that stuck out to me the first time you said that you wanted to do a TV special. Yeah. That was, it was honestly one of the first ones I thought of too. Uh, but I like, as I thought of other ones, it just kept falling down my list and like, ah, I'll have to cut it out. And I had it as my honorable mention, like to, to mention that mm-hmm. one. But, um, yeah, no, that's a good episode. I like that one. That was uh, yeah, a two parter in 91 there. And, uh, um, I love at the end, just classic, total classic, 90s sitcoms everyone can sing great <laughs> you know like because they'll have other like when they did the zach attack you know like they're all a great rock band of course at the end they all sing silent night and it's like it sounds like the some great you know choir singing it uh but uh yeah no that was a good episode um good appearance by uh, zach's mom i think that was the first time we ever saw zach's mother or maybe second time oh, yeah. she was in it a couple times in the show a couple of times but first time we ever saw her i think was that episode so yeah, she was in there, yeah. Yeah. Oh, good one, Jim. Good. All right, well, my number four um, actually debuted the same night as my number five, the Claymation Christmas Celebration, which happened in uh, December of 87. This this uh, debuted the same night and actually 
continued they continued showing these two I believe oh gosh for at least up until like the year 2000 I think um at the same time you know so they show them all the time and um it is a Garfield's Christmas special oh that's a good one I love this one uh I this is another one I bought on DVD uh, the Garfield holiday celebrations <laughs> and uh it, the Christmas one's on there and the story is Garfield, Odie, and uh, and John are going to go to John's family who lives on the farm. He lives in the city. He lives out on the farm. And they're going to go celebrate, celebrate Christmas out there. And uh, so out there is his parents and then uh, his brother who I, 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 is very confusing because John is a grown-up person, and I assume his brother is, but he calls him Doc Boy. <laughs> and he, he wears bunny pajamas. And I'm thinking, this guy might be in his 30s. So it's a little confusing. The life, Tom. That's yeah. the life I want to live. I know, I know. It's the life I live today, in fact. Um, but uh, anyway, so uh, then their grand his uh, grandmother's there. Uh, his grandmother's also there, and then Garfield takes a liking to the grandma, um, and uh, it's a cute story. Uh, Garfield, he just wants all the food and stuff, but Garfield later finds in the shed like an old box of letters that. Um, grandpa wrote to grandma and so she gets to read them and so it's a nice little moment and then Odie goes and all he wants to do is please Garfield if you ever watch the Garfield episode that's all Odie does is want to please Garfield and uh they go he finds all these uh things and he make he ends up making a gift for Garfield and it's a back scratcher and that's all you know mm. that's so exciting for a cat I guess uh but uh, one of the best lines <laughs> I like in the show is um and my friend Tony, who's listening, who's a huge, if he is listening, he's a huge Garfield fan, he'll know exactly, because I know he says this line all the time. Um, they're setting up the Christmas tree, and uh, they got to put the star up. And then the dad even goes, why do we wait to the end to put the star up? And and so John gives Garfield a mission. He's like, i got a special mission for you. I need you to put the star up in the tree. So he grabs the star, and he goes, runs up the middle of the tree and puts the star in, but then he gets fear of heights, and he falls. And then as he falls, all the stuff that he just put on the tree falls off too. And he just go. He looks at the camera, and Garfield just goes, "Whoever invented Christmas trees needs to be drug out to the middle of the street and shot." <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's so morbid and stuff, and it's uh it's really funny. So, so yeah, that's my uh, that's another one I have to fight to watch around here. My parent, my uh, my wife doesn't uh, she doesn't think it's as cool as I th- always think it was, but. That's a good one. I wouldn't have thought of that one. Yeah, no, it's a it's a fun one. It's a it's a quick little half hour one, and uh, they don't I don't think they show it on TV anymore. But I think I got into it. Like I said, they would show it. It'd be back to back with the claymation celebration, and then they'd show that, and so that's why I just would watch it every year. So good pick, Tom. Good, good pick. pick. Good. That's a good pick. <laughs> All right. So number three. Number near you three. I think it's me. I think we're alternating here. Okay, go for it. So going back to the non-Christmas theme, you mentioned you a Hanukkah episode. I mentioned in a, a different type of holiday, and this is a TV show. So this is episode is is this is the season nine episode ten of this show, and this debuted in 1997. And anyone who knows me knows how big of a Seinfeld fan I am. Yes. And this episode is entitled is titled "The Strike." Uh, and it, it 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 introduced us all to the great holiday of Festivus, a Festivus this, uh, for the rest is, of us. This is also on my list. Oh, perfect! <laughs> so we can go ahead and talk about it. Yes, it's uh, it's much further along on my list. Okay. But yes, we can go ahead and talk about this one. I bumped this down. Mine was mine was higher up, but I'm like, mm, I'm going to bump it down because I had to put something else in front of it, but. Seinfeld is my favorite show of all time. I love Seinfeld, and uh, Festivus. Is, this episode is incredible. The, the show—it's called the Strike because the show is a Christmas-themed episode or holiday-themed episode. But it's called the Strike because Kramer receives a phone call at the beginning of the show saying the strike is over. And apparently, he was striking. He used to work at H and H Bagels, and he was on a strike for twelve years. <laughs> and um, it also features Elaine meets a guy at a party, which is actually Kevin McDonald from Kids in the Hall, who's hilarious. Um, oh, yeah. And that's she, what he was from. I just yeah. watched this episode twice yesterday. <laughs> and it, she calls I couldn't him, remember where he was from. He's wearing a denim vest at this party. 
that he meets yeah. that she and she, so she just calls him denim vest and she gives him a fake number but she puts it on the back of a free sub card and she really wants the free sub <laughs> you know like so she's trying to get a hold of him the whole time and then um jerry meets the girl and which we're introduced to as a new thing like there's in the show we're introduced to certain things like um yada yada and man hands and <laughs> this we're introduced to a two-faced girl and she and looks, he goes yeah go ahead what, like like the batman villain if and that he goes, if that helps if you that helps. <laughs> and she so what happens is she's uh in certain light of the day or a certain lighting in a room she looks beautiful and in other lighting she looks like she's got the mumps you know <laughs> she looks horrible <laughs> and then george also introduced to us to a new thing called uh he gets a he he doesn't want to buy gift christmas gifts for everyone and at his office and someone gives him a card that says you a gift has been made and a donation has been made in your name. So he gets an idea. I'm going to do the same thing. But what he, instead of a real charity, he makes up a charity and says, and he calls it the human fund money for people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so he, uh, he, he gives everyone fake Christmas gifts. And, uh, it comes out. I was like, well, why did you, you know, his boss goes, why did you give me a fake Christmas gift? And he goes, well, my, my family doesn't celebrate christmas sir they sell they celebrate festivus and he's like i'll prove it if i have to and he's like yeah i think you should so he, so his parents come up with came up with a holiday and they named it festivus his dad because he hated the commercialization of of christmas and uh and so they it have, have been some doll but she was and so uh what's funny is um the writer of this episode dan o'keefe uh, actually, his father created Festivus back in the '60s. Like he was just like George's father, and said, "We're not doing Christmas; we're doing Festivus." And they actually, so he he was telling the story to uh, Jerry Seinfeld, and he's like, "Why why isn't this not a show? Let's make this the show." <laughs> you know? And he's like, "No, it's just my family's super tradition." I think he's more embarrassed, just like George's in the episode. And so they made this a show. And so Festivus is a real thing. There was actual a Festivus pole. There was this Festivus clock, which is not in the episode, but the Festivus clock was the real symbol of the holiday. It was a, it is his dad put a clock in a bag and nailed it to the wall. <laughs> and, and Dan O'Keefe says he doesn't know why. And he didn't know what it meant, and he would never tell you. But he always says. That's not for you to know. <laughs> that should have been in the episode. That's I know. Hilarious. That part, I'm, sure, I'm surprised it wasn't. But uh, there was the airing of grievances, which uh, in the episode you see Frank Costanza <laughs> tell everyone, he says he's got a lot of problems with you people, and you're going to hear about it. <laughs> so, Which our friend Rob, who did the voiceover for our open, yeah. his best man did the airing of grievances at his best man's speech he, he at his did. wedding. He did, and uh, it was fantastic. <laughs> It was a great idea. And then, of course, there's the feats of strength. And that's where Festivus is not over until you pin the head of the household, which in this case, George had to pin his father, George. And that's how the that's how the, the episode of the strike just faded out. Of them, like, I, she's just going, shut up and fight your father. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, oh, Jim, what do you got? There's so much on this episode, but you, you got some stuff, too, because it's in no, yours. You actually covered everything that I had oh. on this episode. I absolutely love this episode. It's um, we my my wife and I we actually do a festivist party every year, and this happens a lot around the country. People do festivist parties, and we love it. We um, we we don't do we have a poll. We do have a poll, um, but we don't do. We say we're going to air grievances, and I I say I'm ready to air grievances. But we don't actually I don't actually say mean things to my friends. I'll, I want to sometimes, but. Um, and, uh, we don't do the feats of strength because, well, I think my wife just doesn't want anyone to break anything in the house. So, but, um, there's a, a local beer company here called Market Garden and their Christmas ale is called Festivus. Oh, Festivus for the rest of us. That's right. Great. It's a great episode. Um, uh, speaking of the human fund, the, 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 uh, the I'm, I'm surprised you don't have this in your notes. The human fund, George makes up. In this episode, like I said, this episode came out in '97. It is, there was no such thing as the Human Fund in real life either. But in 2005, an actual organization based in Cleveland, Ohio, um, what? Na- 
created them and they have the human fund money for people. It's actually just the human fund. I think they left the money for people thing out. But it's a legitimate organization established in 2005, eight years after this episode actually aired. Um, and they it's reportedly that they, they got their name from this episode, but I don't think anyone really knows. But I'm sure they did. I mean, yeah. So I had no idea. Yeah, so look that up, Jim. I know you got some days off coming up here, so. <laughs> That's what I'm going to spend them doing. Yeah, uh, I there's there's something about Frank Costanza in Seinfeld going nuts, and this is just a perfect perfect example. If 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 if, you, if someone who's never seen Seinfeld, like this is a good episode to show them, and just how crazy great the show is. I watched it yesterday by myself while I was uh, doing research for our fabulous program yeah and then my wife came home from work and i had recorded i had set it to record like weeks ago and it just happened to be recording at 11 o'clock last night and she's like oh let's watch this like yeah, i just got done watching it like seven minutes ago but i'd love to watch it again yeah because it's that good it's it's yeah well yeah it, it's coming up on my list it, it's a great episode oh my uh well I'll, we'll just stop there because you might have some more to talk about and what, I got some more on that but let's go let's go with your number with your number three Jim. Okay, my number three is from 1965. Holy smokes! I, think I, I know, know. What it is. It's a it's a special that was commissioned and sponsored by the Coca Cola Company, <laughs> the Charlie Brown Christmas Special. There you go. Nice. I love every Charlie Brown. Uh, holiday special, The Great Pumpkin, The Thanksgiving Special, Christmas Special. Yeah. I love all of them. I watch them every year. Yes. Um, same here. Um, same here. Go ahead. <laughs> this one, I remember watching. I was in Phoenix working on uh, Christmas Eve with my wife. We were working together, and we were working at a Walgreens because we were in the news, and we were covering a story about people doing last-minute gifts at a Walgreens. But I remember parked in the parking lot, sitting in the back of a live truck, watching Charlie Brown Christmas nice. on the TV in the back of a live truck, which, I mean, that sounds miserable, but in Phoenix, like, Christmas Eve is, like, 65 degrees, so it's not really that bad. Right. In Cleveland, yeah. it's, like, negative 70, so it's a little bit different. Right. Um, I was probably wearing shorts at the time watching it, but that's, like, my last memory of watching Charlie Brown Christmas special. I love all of them, every holiday special. Well, this is also on my list. Um, I have a feeling we f- might have flip-flopped our Seinfeld and our our, <laughs> our Charlie Brown, but um, yeah, the, um, I was gonna say, it, yeah, it came out in 1965, and it still aired every year. It still airs mm-hmm. every single year, and I think networks go back and forth. Like they'll get a 10 year contract to air it, then suddenly NBC will have it, then ABC will have it, you know, like that kind of thing. But oh, okay. And um, but we um, we own it. We own this. Like I said, we, you have the 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 Halloween special, the Christmas special, there's a Thanksgiving. We we bought all those too and we uh my son and I just watched it uh today, about an hour before we started recording. Uh watched uh watched this and I watched something else after, but uh yeah, he he loves it. Do they make do they make a DVD that's just the holiday specials or do you have to buy them separately? Don't they make a DVD with just the holiday specials and there's um so the it, it's a it's a DVD pack, so it's three DVDs and one's the Halloween and um it's a Halloween one, and then they all have they all have a second episode on. I forget the Halloween has like a fall one, the Thanksgiving has yeah, one, yeah. and then it has one that's like a, about an election. You're elected Charlie Brown or something like that, and then the Christmas one has a second Christmas one, which came out in like the '80s, uh, which is not as good, but it's uh, it's yeah, it has them both on there. It's it's Christmas time again. Charlie Brown is the second is the sequel to this show, but yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, we can say we just watched it, and uh, it's it's uh, it's a great uh, like I said it, from from 1965 to now. I mean, how many? I mean, I'm not gonna do math because I I went to public school, but um, <laughs> that's a lot of years. So to yeah. air every single year, and now it's so great that okay. So my, you know, my parents showed me and my brothers, and now we showed our kids, and our kids love it, and uh, yeah. So there you go. Love it. That's that's a great one. That's a good For one. me, that's like that was the one that I watched. <laughs> you know, the, like the traditional one, not yeah. like the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but yeah. I always watched Charlie Brown. Yeah, this was hard to not um put even higher than our habit, but yeah. 
It, it introduced us to a term. Like, the term Charlie Brown Christmas tree is a term. Like, people use... Like, it looks like a Charlie Brown tree. Because in the show, he gets have, a tree that's so horrible looking, you know? I, I have the Charlie Brown Christmas tree in my office at work nice. that I bought out of Walgreens, like, seven years ago. Nice. Um, it's legitimately the Charlie Brown tree. His logo's on the little wooden cross stand on it. And it's just this pathetic-looking tree, and it comes with one red ball that you hang on it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's sitting in my office, and people walk by and go, oh, that tree's awesome. But a f- only a few people have gone, oh, the Charlie Brown tree. Some people go, is that from the Grinch? You're like, no, it's Charlie what? Brown. Who said this? I want uh, More than one person. Actually, the majority of people Jim, thought Jim, it was from the Grinch and not Charlie Brown. Okay, Jim, you just need to stop talking to those people. You don't need that kind of negativity in your life. <laughs> Oh, is that from the Grinch? Okay, anyway. Oh, so that's your number three, huh, Jim? That's my number three. All right, so number two. Well, my number two, I'll just say right now, my number two is Charlie Brown Christmas. So there you go. There you go. So that's, uh, yeah. And the only other thing I wanted to say about Charlie Brown, um, you know, he's repelled by the the commercialization of Christmas. That's the whole Charlie Brown's upset about. (laughs) Even in the 60s, they hated the commercialization of Christmas. And um, he was mad because they, they were in the show, they talk about aluminum Christmas trees. And he's like, we're getting a real yeah. tree. And that's where he goes out and gets the, the horrible looking tree. But aluminum Christmas trees were somewhat big, late 50s, early 60s. But then right after this episode aired, they really lost popularity. And there's no, I don't know of anyone who's ever had one, a, a aluminum tree. Do you? I mean. Um, yeah, my parents actually. They did. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah, my parents, and they just put it up this year. Nice. <laughs> for the first time in a few years, it was my grandparents' tree. Right. An aluminum tree, and it came with like these red velvet uh, ornaments that they would hang on it. And they didn't put it up. They put it up when we were kids in the basement. And then we put up a green tree upstairs, and then uh, they didn't put it up for years. And finally, they put it up this year, and they bought this like uh, motorized disc, like a color wheel that yeah. they can set up and shine at the tree, and it turns colors on the aluminum tree. Yeah, it's like classic 1950s Christmas tree. That's awesome. The, um, because the show was so popular, and they talked so poorly of aluminum Christmas trees, That's they talk about how that was the downfall of aluminum Christmas tree sales. <laughs> and then by 1967, they, there was like no longer, you couldn't get them anymore, aluminum Christmas trees. Huh. So that's the power of Charlie Brown. So make that. Um, my wife, my I wife, uh, likes this show, but she's like always, she feels so bad for Charlie Brown. She's like, they're always so mean to him. Why are they so mean to Charlie Brown? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. It's just the way it is. And you know, but yeah, so she's like, she likes this one and she likes that my son and I like it, but she, it's not one that she's going to like, I want to watch it. Okay. Yeah. No. Don't be mad at her for it. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> well, what do you got for your number two? My number two is a Simpsons episode. Oh, nice! Oh, by the way, we got a yeah. request uh, on our face, but on the face space to do our top five Christmas or uh, Simpsons episodes. Oh, so we might have to do that. Really That's a lot good. to pick from, though. That's like twenty-five years. Yeah, of... FXX just did like the whole six hundred episode run yeah. right after Thanksgiving. To do five—that's going to be tough. That. Yeah, but we'll <laughs> do it. Like... We'll do it. There's a good like six or seven years in there where like Conan O'Brien was writing for them. Yeah. And... They were just hysterical. They took a nosedive a little bit after that. Yeah. I don't know what they're like now, but there was some golden years in there. Yeah. Um, which Christmas special are you... From... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What's that? I was going to say, which, which one are you talking about? Which Simpsons episode? Okay, so talking? mine is from 1995, and it was a toss-up because this is their second Christmas episode in 1995. The very first episode was called Simpsons Roasting on an Open Fire, and it was the first episode of The Simpsons outside of the Tracy Ullman show. It was their very first 30-minute standalone episode where they got Santa's Little Helper yeah. at the dog track. Yep. So that's the first Simpsons episode. I didn't go with that one. I went with one called Marge Be Not Proud, where Bart uh, shoplifts the video game Bone Storm. Yeah. You remember that one? <laughs> yes, I do remember this one. <laughs> okay, so I went with that one. Um, it's one of my favorite episodes of all time, and the whole episode's great, but I really... And my friends and I say this, quote this part all the time. I love the end when he's playing Lee Carvalho's putting challenge. 
And it's the the game that Marge buys Bart when he really wants Bone Storm, the game that he shoplifted and got caught. And it's hilarious because, because he doesn't want to play the game because it's a golf game for, like, Nintendo. And uh, you just see him playing, like, the, the screen on the 8-bit video game. And uh, it, it, it asks him what club he wants to choose. And you have chosen three wood. May I suggest putter? Three wood. <laughs> Choose the force of your swing. I suggest feather. You have entered power drive. <laughs> and then he just hits the ball into the parking lot. It goes, would you like to play again? You have selected no. <laughs> and it's just for that scene in itself makes it one of my favorite Simpsons episodes of all time. But I, that's, that was my number two was, was that episode where Bart shoplifts a video game for Christmas. Oh, that's, that's, I do remember that one. There's a lot of Simpson ones to pick from, uh, but that is... <laughs> That was a good one, and that was around the time I was really watching Simpsons like every week, you know. So like, yeah, I know that era a little better than I, I can tell you. I've seen a new Simpsons episode in a long time, but uh, yeah, no, that's uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. And I, well, well, go ahead. Oh, they they waited. They waited six years after doing the original episode to do another Christmas episode. Yeah, I do. I, so yeah, this, yeah. So this is what season six of the show. And then after this one, they did a Christmas episode every year. Right. Their big thing was the the day the day after Halloween, they would do a Treehouse of Horrors. Uh, uh, those are those are the, the best. best. And then we could just because do a, uh, we could just do a top five of those. You know, like <laughs> I can think of five of them right now that right. were amazing. <laughs> right. There was they do like a Treehouse of Horrors marathon. Right. On an, Halloween's my favorite day of the year. Right. October's my I like October first is Halloween to me. I have like thirty one days of, of are there thirty one days in October. <laughs> Yeah. Are there 30? Yeah, there's 31. 31. Day, yeah. 31. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I have 31 days of Halloween every year. Yeah. Starting October 1st, it's just horror movies and scary movies and watching Are You Afraid of the Dark and Goosebumps oh. and stuff like that. Oh, jeez. So, uh, Treehouse of Horrors and, and the Roseanne Halloween episodes. <sighs> We're getting off on a totally different holiday. I know. I know. But I'll record all of those. Like, I love I love October. So, Treehouse of Horrors are, are some of my favorite nice. things to watch, too. Well, good, good. That's your number. What number are we on? <laughs> two. You're two. All right. Well, let's go. We, my two is Charlie Brown with number one. Nice. All right. Should I go? You want me to go? I'll go. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I have anything to say left about Charlie Brown. Oh, your number one is Charlie Brown. Oh, no. Well, you're, you just said Charlie Brown, right? My number two is Charlie Brown. Yes. Okay. Everyone, I don't everyone to listening to this is like, just, you guys are morons. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Fair. Okay, so your number one is Charlie Brown. Yeah, well, it was a hard one to not put number one because it's such a classic episode. I mean, yeah. a show. It's a classic show. Um, uh, but my number one is also comes from a TV show and is a, a certain episode. And the show ran for eight seasons, and they did a Christmas episode every season. And I love them. And there, this is another one that had, actually had equal or better Halloween episodes every year. But my number uh, is probably one of my favorite shows of all time, and it's from Home Improvement. Oh, God. (laughs) My favorite one, and I just watched them all again today, or not, I watched watched the eighth one, the eighth season's one day, but I watched them all the last couple days. But my favorite one is from season three, uh, Twas the Blight Before Christmas, and this uh, happened, yeah, season three, episode 12, it came out in 93, and this is the one where... uh, Mark uh, performs the at the Christmas play at his at the church. Perform, he's gonna sing or whatever. Um, and uh, and Tim, of course, is in his classic battle with the the neighbor for the holiday decorations, um, which, which is uh, Doc Johnson, the the proctologist, a retired proctologist. He's always beating him at the Christmas decorations. Um, and uh, and then uh, this is one where Brad, the oldest, wants to go skiing instead of hang out with the family. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, so he's being kind of a, a turd the whole movie, and then uh, or a whole show, and um, and uh, Tim is mad because the doctor down the street who's beating him at the holiday decorations keeps putting up the stuff the day before him that the same stuff he's gonna put up certain decorations. He's like, well, how the heck is he finding out? Well, he finds out that Randy, his middle son, knows this guy's granddaughter and he's telling her all the secrets he's saying well my dad's gonna put this up and suddenly she tells his grandpa and she, he puts it up 
and then one of the great lines is Tim looks at Randy and he goes, you, you know, Randy, there is no bigger secret in a family than their lighting strategy, <laughs> which I, I know people like that. We're like, yeah, th- no, Christmas decorating is, yeah, that's a sacred family tradition. We don't talk to other families about that. So I think I actually live across the street from Clark Griswold. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Um, and, uh, one of these, uh, one thing that I like to say, and I think I said it today, I say it every Christmas, is because um, uh, Rand, uh, was it Brad in the show wants to go skiing, and he, he's gonna make, he's making a stink of everything, and he's like, "Why well, I, I want to go skiing? All the people I like are gonna be there." And Tim looks at him and goes, "Well, Christmas is not about being with people you like; it's about being with family." <laughs> <laughs> And that's 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 absolutely true. It's about being with family. You might not like them, but you, they're there. You got to deal with them. <laughs> is uh, Home Improvement on Netflix? Right? Is that on? on no. Hulu? In, you know what's funny? Um, it uh, it's on Netflix. It's on Hulu. It's actually on Amazon, but you got to pay for it. Um, oh, okay. We had a free uh, a free uh, little month of Amazon, so I got the the Christmas episodes because I knew we were going to talk about this. So I wanted to rewatch them all. Because you can try to watch them on YouTube, but they're they're like, they're not great because they're licensed by ABC and stuff, you know. But mm-hmm. no, but their their Christmas episodes were amazing, uh, and we. Uh, but this was my favorite one, I think. Uh, the best is uh, like I said, Mark is performing at church on Christmas Eve, and they're singing Noel, and there's three other kids with them. So there's four kids, and each one has a letter of Noel, N O E L. And they first stand up on on the stage there, and, and they're backwards. So it spells out Leon. <laughs> and then Al just looks and goes, who's Leon? <laughs> and then the priest gets them to change around and stuff. And that's another one I always have, like, who's Leon every time I see Noel? And actually on my at work, uh, someone has Noel in their window. and uh, But it's because I'm on, outside. They, I can see that it's backwards, so it just says Leon. To, <laughs> so it makes me laugh whenever I see it. Do you watch uh, Last Man Standing, Tim Allen's? I do. Show? We do watch that. We like that show a lot. Okay. I, did, I haven't watched it. I didn't know if it was worth watching. It's a good show. It doesn't – nothing compares to Home Improvement. Um, uh, Dana and I were talking about this. Like, Home Improvement is one of those shows that I couldn't wait to watch when you're a kid. Like, because there was no DVR and stuff. You had to, like, watch stuff when it came on, you know. But I remember being like, I couldn't wait till Sunday night or whatever night it was on, and that theme song came on, and like, um, it was a good show, and it, it actually probably hits home with me more because I'm I'm the youngest of three kids, so I'm the mark of the situation, and my two older brothers, you know, ganged up on me and they made fun of me and stuff, and so I really do see similarities in my family with this family like portrait on TV. I chose you to be the least cool of the three brothers. Oh, I'm I'm just because of my age i mean that's it's like some, i mean i was the my mom uh you know to, according to my brothers my mom babied me more you know all that stuff but but i you know you feel for my mom too at this because she was at the house of all these guys my dad was also like tim allen he's mr fix it he's always building stuff he never he actually built stuff and he knew how to do it and it never destroyed itself like on the show but he yeah. you know so then she's got to be around all these boys and stuff and uh yeah no i I love every Christmas episode of that uh, that show. I love every episode of that show. Um, again, another one they had great uh, they had great Halloween episodes as well. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So no, that's my number one. I, I it's hard to pick one of this. All you know, there's eight of them, one for each season. But that was probably the one where I I laughed the most out loud. And I we watched it again the other day, and I <laughs> laughed. I don't know. Christmas is not about being with people you like, Jim. It's about being with family. <laughs> That's a great show. Homer Fumit's a great show. I haven't watched that in years. It was a great show. Tim Allen kicks off our uh, our opening and our, our theme song in the <laughs> beginning. <laughs> you know, like, no one I can, remember reading his biography. Yeah. We had, I remember in school you had to read like certain books and write reports on them or whatever, and we had to do an autobiography, and I chose Tim Allen's Don't Stand Too Close to a Naked Man. Did <laughs> <laughs> you ever read that book? No. I was like in fifth grade, and I had no idea, like, why the title was funny? I just wanted yeah. to read Tim Allen's book because I liked Home Improvement. Right. Oh, I, I love- thought he was a coke. Yeah, arrested. Right, right. Well, there you go. But I loved. I um, he had great stand-up specials. I remember reading those uh, or seeing those, and uh, um, his his new show, Last Man Stands, great. He, we just talked. We talked the last. Uh, we talked about the Santa Claus, the movie. That was a good show. 
you know, so uh, there's a couple other shows that I didn't we I didn't mention that I wanted to. Like we talked a little bit about you know the claymation ones, the Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and Frosted Snowman, and I watched them every year, but they weren't they was me- they're memorable, but they weren't they didn't make my top five. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and of course, the Saved by the Bell one you mentioned. Um, Roseanne has one, a White Trash Christmas. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, um, and the the seventy show had some good Christmas ones too, and we talked earlier. About oh, they did, yeah. Red Foreman's like my father, and like your father, which is weird. Um, totally, yeah, totally, yeah. Oh man, what a trip down memory lane with these Christmas shows, huh, Jim? Yeah, yeah. Should I do? Well, I already talked about my number one. My number one Seinfeld. Oh, did, oh, uh, I'm sorry. That, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, I mean that's pretty much it. We already talked about it. It was your number three. We went over it. Uh, pretty extensively. The only thing I had to add was you said Dan O'Keefe was the writer of the show, and that was like his actual family holiday. Yeah. Um, he wrote a book called The Real Festivus. Yeah. And on Amazon, that book goes for between 130 and 250 dollars on paperback. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And it's selling. People buy it. <laughs> people buy it. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure people still buy it at that price. Used. Ugh. But uh, yeah, that's the only thing I had to add. That was my number one. But. Um, yeah, going back to what you were saying, there's just there were so many different Christmas episodes and and specials. I thought you were going to do the, the was it the very Murray Christmas? Didn't Bill Murray do one last oh, year? Oh yeah, on Netflix and it's on uh, yeah my queue again to watch. It was really funny. That was good. Uh, Stephen Colbert did a Christmas episode. Yeah, uh, last year, the year probably the year before when he was still doing Colbert Report. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was really good. There's just so many good Christmas episodes out there and. Um, I bought my first Christmas album a couple weeks ago because uh, I always hated Christmas music because I worked retail. And oh, I worked yeah. at a Best Buy and I worked at a toy store and I worked at the mall. So I couldn't stand Christmas music. I worked at a Lids, which was the, still the best job I ever had. But my boss always put on uh, Mariah Carey or InSync <sighs> Christmas albums. Um, so I just always had those drilled in my head all the month of December and November or whatever. Right. So I just never wanted to. So now I'm finally getting into the point where I can listen to Christmas music. So I bought on vinyl, um, Seth MacFarlane's Christmas album. Nice. If you haven't listened to it, you need to listen to it because it's not like you're Seth MacFarlane. You think it's funny and he's not trying to be funny. It's like, like, uh, Michael Buble or like a Frank Sinatra swing type Christmas right. album. And it's phenomenal. It's, it's so good. He does a version of Baby It's Cold Outside with Sarah Bareilles. That's amazing. Nice. So he's actually he's got a really good voice. <laughs> actually, he does, so. I mean he's he's actually really very talented. If you, if you're not a fan of Family Guy, separate that from his um, ability to entertain. He's he's actually really really talented. Nice. Well, what's the last uh, Christmas TV show you watched? Mm. Well, probably Seinfeld. Because I watched it yesterday. You watched it yesterday, okay. Well, I just yeah. watched, uh, mine would be Home Improvement, <laughs> but it would be the Season 8 <laughs> episode, uh, which was good. Because I'm like, I have to watch them all. I have to watch them all. So, um, Well, I guess, what what was the last one you watched without trying to do research for this podcast? <sighs> I'm embarrassed. To s- no, that was a movie. No, that was a movie. I'm not, sorry, I can't want to mention that one. Uh, it was, uh, what did we watch? Oh, um. We watched a Friends, a Friends episode last night. Was it last night or the night before? My wife and I. Um, I I watched. Uh, I, it might be the same one. Is it the one where Ross dresses as an armadillo? No, no, that um, no, that was in it because it, this one had flashbacks to other Christmases. It was the one where okay. um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Matthew Perry's character. What, I can't think of it all. Chandler. Chandler. Well, uh, worked in in Tulsa for that year. Remember, he had to he flew. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah and so he comes time. back. Yeah, he co- he quits his job and comes back. But um, to the to them. But that that episode had flashbacks to the other Christmas episodes. And oh man, the armadillo one is so funny. I almost put that armadillo one on my list because it's hilarious. Yeah. Because he's he's trying to do Christmas for his son, and they sell out of Santa outfits, so he has to dress as an armadillo. Yeah. What's the last so that one, What's the last Christmas movie you watched without doing research for this show? Uh, man. I don't think I've watched any this year not doing anything for the show. I don't think I, mean, I watched any. 
Mine, I'm very embarrassed. <laughs> it was the very Brady Christmas. <laughs> and they came out with a movie in the 80s. If, if everyone who has Netflix on there, just watch it just for this, just the sheer agony of this movie. It was like the first time they ever did a reunion special for the Brady Bunch. So it was, they're all in the 80s. They all have horrible, horrible mustaches and sweaters. And, oh, it's horrible. Um, anyway, that's what we watched. And I, I don't even know if we made it all the way through. Sometimes <laughs> you just don't last... need to do it. You know, no, you don't need to do special Christmas specials if your show is that horrible. <laughs> I think the last TV show I watched was Modern Family. I think they just did a Christmas special a couple of weeks back. Yeah, we um, we haven't watched it out. yet. We have it on our ready to watch on our Hulu, but we haven't watched it. That and Goldbergs. Okay. We haven't watched really? the Goldbergs Hanukkah special yet either. Oh my God, the Goldbergs! I love the Goldbergs. Yeah, that's another great show that we could do a top five on easily. But hey, Jim, we are sticking with this nostalgia thing. People love the nostalgia that we're doing. Yeah. So we are going to be back in two weeks, and we got a we got our new show already planned out. What are we going to do? You tell me. You don't remember? <laughs> we is just it, talked about it, Jim. It, it was music, right? No. We are going to do... <laughs> oh, no, it was Nintendo games. We're yes. doing top five original NES Nintendo games. Correct, we are, and that's yes. going to be fun. That's going to be fun. Yeah, that'll be a great one. I'm, I still actually, when you called me to do this, because I'm obviously on the phone... I was playing Super Mario 3, right. and it is still on my TV waiting for me to play it again um, on the first world map. I'm just about to the first castle, dressed uh, as the flying squirrel or whatever that outfit is, waiting for me to pick up the controller. That is not fair. I want to play that so bad right now. Well, you should come over and we can play Super Mario 3. Okay, instead of calling you back in five minutes, I'll be over in five minutes. Sure, and then we can watch The Wizard. Oh, get out. All right. <laughs> Oh, Jim, Jim, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, Half Hanukkah, whatever you guys do over there. <laughs> you too, buddy. All right. Hey, Jim, you're a good yeah. man. Hey, Tom. Yeah? I love you. Get out of here. I love you too. All right. I'll see you later. All right. Bye. Bye.